Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today is a beautiful day. It is September 19th, 2009, Saturday, September 9th, 2009, and it is 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which you know is the time that we come together and have a great time. Well, it's not such a beautiful day outside as far as the sun shining, but it's a beautiful day because we're awake and we're allowed to see it. It's It's been a rainy night in Georgia. In Midtown, Atlanta is soaked with rain, but we're still going to have a great show nonetheless. Today, I, I want to, I don't know if many of you may have seen my Facebook status and also seen my um, Twitter updates, but uh, today we're going to talk about the art of the comeback. That's right, the art of the comeback. Coming back from whatever the situation may be to to be a victorious winner. Uh, that's what we're going to discuss today. I'm actually looking forward to basically presenting some, some key um, pieces of knowledge and pieces of wisdom to you today. Um, but before we go any further, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this show, whether it be live, whether it be via phone, or via the podcast. This is a special moment, and I don't take it for granted, and I don't take you for granted. I really appreciate you, and I, I love you for coming out here each and every week because when you come out here and when you support this show, you're, you're letting me know that the stuff that I'm doing, that what we're doing together is important, and it, it makes me get better at what I'm doing because I, I'm doing this show for you. If, if you weren't here, if you didn't come in and tune into this show, there's no reason for me to do this show. So with that said, I want you to, to stay on me. I want you to keep me busy. I want you to make me work. I'm here for you. I'm here to make sure that, you know, you're getting quality content. So what I want you to do is that leave comments for me. Leave testimonies for me. Leave, let me know that you're listening to, sh- listening to the show and that the show is impacting your life. Um, feel free to leave comments on the Blog Talk Radio site. Uh, feel free also to email me at my personal email address, and that email address is mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M Y L E S. W-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing your comments and your concerns. And like I said, we want to improve this show as much as we possibly can so that we all are getting what we came for. So without further notice, without um, more delay, as we do every single week, we turn this show over now to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for today, that we all can, that this show will be a dynamic show and that it will impact somebody's life today. And I know in my heart that it will. And we thank him for this opportunity. I thank him for the opportunity to be, you know, chosen to be before you today because he could have chosen anybody else, but he chose me. And I, tr- I thank God for entrusting me with empowering you. So we're going to move forward in the show. Uh, each week, you know, we, we go through uh, – we do a visualization. Well, we're going to – I really – I've been hearing a lot of good feedback about this portion of the show. So what I've done now is I put this show – put this part of the show closer to the front so that we, we'll set the table for the whole show off of this one piece because it's that dynamic. And it's the visualization piece. We want to – I want to have you do this every time because I know how dynamic visualization is and how seeing yourself doing great things can be great. Uh, I know – that um, from watching Rocky, uh, and I say this a lot, you hear this quote a lot from me, Rocky's trainer Mick told him that, Rock, if you see yourself doing good, then you do good. And that's a very dynamic piece for anybody, any dreamer, any visionary, any leader, that you have to see yourself successful. You have to see yourself doing things well. And what you see in your imagination oftentimes translates to your, your manifestation or what you see you know, physically. So, this is a very important piece, and I want you to all to get the you know get the most out of this because this is this is going to be very powerful, and you're going to start noticing that the vision that you're seeing, this visualization tr- uh, tool that we're using here, is going to help you realize a lot of a lot of your dreams. So let's get for, started. You know, um, the reason for this visualization um, tool is basically this. I want you to love and enjoy what you're doing. I want you to love and enjoy your life. I'm going to say it again. I want you to love and enjoy what you're doing, and I really, really want you to love and enjoy your life. 
I know that visualization is, is such a powerful thing because your imagination is so strong that if you can see something in your mind, your mind is going to create a blueprint for you to get to it. So each and every week, you know, I want you to understand this. Your life, in your life, it's important to have things that you're passionate about. Each and every week, we say this each and every week, that it's important for you to have things that you're passionate about because it's, it, it's, it's, it's those, things, those things that you're passionate about, those things will keep you alive. The things that are alive are creative. They produce. They reproduce. So your passions will empower you to endure anyhow that is required for the obtainment of your desires. So I want you to allow your mind to receive this lesson I have for you today. I want, I want you to allow your mind to receive the divine good that God has for you today. So here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to get a not just a small picture but a huge picture in your mind. Just imagine yourself sitting at a uh, in a movie theater, an IMAX movie theater, with a huge screen. And I want you to see the full details of your dream life. Now, I know a lot of us, a lot of people have, have lived their nightmares, but this, that day is over. So we're going we're gonna to talk about what your, the ideal life, your ideal living situation, your ideal you know, standard of living. It should be a championship standard of living, <laughs> no pun intended. But we wanna, I want you to, to visualize yourself. And visualize yourself looking at the screen. And on the screen is your ideal life. And it's a majestic life. It's on an IMAX screen. It's one of the biggest screens ever made. I want you to see all the details of your ideal life on that screen. I want you to see the vivid colors. I want you to see, you know, details. I want you to see yourself. Enjoying life. I want you to see yourself loving life. I want you to see yourself happy. I want you to see yourself blessed. I want you to see yourself doing great things on this major screen. Now, as you see yourself doing this stuff, there are people there with you that, that you love. You got friends there. You got loved ones. The setting is beautiful. Everybody's having fun, and this is an enjoyable time. Now, what I want you to do is to capture the feelings that you feel as you look at this picture. I want you to hold on to them and fully embrace that feeling. Fully embrace all of those feelings. Because I'm sure by now if you're, you're feeling a whole bunch of different things when you look at this, this screen and you see in your life, you see your dream life on that screen. Understand that that's, that's your imagination, that's your life, and that's how your life can be if you so choose to. So feel it. Embrace it. What does it feel like to, to, to run on a beach with the sun beaming down on your face? What does it feel like to, to swim in the, in the great blue ocean? What does it feel like? I want you to, to fully embrace it. What does it feel like to come home to your, your new wife or come home to your new husband in your brand new car that you don't have to that's debt free that you don't have to pay another car note on? What does it feel like? I want you to to hold on to that feeling. I want you to harness those feelings. Fully embrace those feelings. Fully embrace everything you're feeling. Fully embrace everything you're seeing. Because that's your ideal life. Now, after you've fully embraced your ideal life, I want you to think about this. That picture that you're seeing on that screen is really your dream. Those feelings that you're feeling are really real in regards to how you feel about that picture. That picture is reality if, as you allow it to manifest. So I want you to hold on to that picture. I want you to hold on to those feelings, and I want you to repeat after me. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered, right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered, right now.
I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. You've totally visualized yourself living the lifestyle of your dreams. You've totally embraced those feelings. You've totally accepted that your divine good is coming to you free and unfettered right now. Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to fully embrace all of those feelings. I want you to fully embrace everything that you're feeling. And fully embrace the affirmation. And hold on to it as we go forward, not only with this show, but with your life. So I thank you for this moment. Let's, let's get ready to go to the next portion of the show, Divine Intervention. Divine Intervention. Today's Divine Intervention is actually going to be a very dynamic Divine Intervention because it's going to be two Divine Interventions. I know what you're thinking. Wow, two. Well, yes, two. Two. It's going to be a double barrel portion of it because there's two things I really want to get across to you today in dealing with the art of the comeback. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you those divine adventures now. The first one comes from Romans 4 and 18, and these are both taken from uh, the King James Version. Romans 4 and 18, which states that Abraham, against all hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. I'll repeat that again. Abraham, against all hope, Abraham, against all hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Now, what I want to express to you guys is that in life you're going to have situations that, that arise that are going to challenge your faith. You're going to have situations that arise that, that are going to be contradictory to what you believe. And what this is saying is that against hope, that first hope, a lot of things, a lot of people have their hope based on things that they can see or physically touch. So in, in spite of all that, in spite of what he, what Abraham couldn't see, he believed in hope that he may become the father of many nations according to that which had been spoken. What had been spoken was God had promised him a son. At this time, Abraham was 100 years old. And his wife was 90 years old. Her womb had been, had been shut up. So he trusted that the promise of God was greater than the circumstances that he saw. He trusted God that the circumstances were less than God. He trusted that, that the promise was so so great, that the promise came from, from God, and the promise was so intense that it superseded the situation as he saw it. So I'm going to give you the second divine intervention. I'm going to show you how to tie together. The second divine intervention is 
from Jeremiah 17 to 7, which states, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. So what we have here is that, that's, go back to that second hope in the first divine remission we gave you. And let me read it to you like this. Abraham against all hope, or Abraham against the severity of the circumstance, believed in the Lord that he might become the father of many nations according to that which the Lord has spoken. Somebody out here today needs to hear needs to hear this, that your dreams, your visions are real. What you just visualized was real. Those dreams are real. And against anything, any circumstance in your life, in regards to any circumstance in your life, that you've been promised that vision, because that division is divine. And because that vision is divine, put your trust in that who gave you the vision. Trust God to bring it to pass. Trust God to manifest that which you see in that vision. Regardless of what it looks like on the outside, regardless of what people think, regardless of what people say, trust God. So this is um, I'm priming you now for for what's to come later. We, we're going to go over some dynamic stuff here, but I thank you for taking the time to listen to the divine invention. Now, as I do each week, I give you a presidential wisdom, and our presidential wisdom comes from our 44th president, President Barack Obama, and this week's presidential wisdom is. I don't care whether you are driving a hybrid or an SUV. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. I'll repeat that. I don't care whether you're driving an SUV or a hybrid. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. I'll read that again. I don't care whether you're headed, excuse me, I don't care whether you're driving a hybrid or an SUV. If you're headed for a cliff, you have to change direction. And that's President's wisdom this week from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And um, in moving forward, I want to also let you, let you all know that if you hear a little weirdness in my voice, I actually made me may have like a little small cold. I don't want to claim it. But I may have a little small cold. My throat is slightly, slightly raspy today, so please bear with me. I'm, uh, we're still doing this show regardless. You know, the show must go on. We're just like in Hollywood or on Broadway, excuse me. So the show must go on regardless of how I feel or how, how I don't feel. So we're going to keep moving forward. But I have a little treat for you today. I'm going to have a little musical interview here. Um, there's, there's a song. I love this song. And every time I think about going to pursue my dreams and pursue my goals, I think about this song and it fires me up. So I want to share this my inspiration with you today. Um, this song is called Get Up by Mary Mary. I know you'll like it. We'll play this song and I'll be right back.
and we're back. I, like I said, I love that song. It really inspires me to to get up and go get what I, what's really mine, and to be the champion that I've been called to be. And I just want to share that inspiration with you as well today. But as we're moving forward, I want to offer I want to offer each and every one of my listeners an opportunity to partner with me. Uh, some good things are happening. Uh, a lot of things are, are coming to the forefront. I'm going to talk to you in the coming weeks about. Um, I have an opportunity to, uh, to to travel and actually take this show on the road, and I want each and every one of you to be connected to that movement as we take this show uh, live to several cities across the U.S. and uh, probably next year internationally. This is going. I mean, this is a great time, and as I told you before. Michael Jackson went down as one of the the top philanthropists in the world. He went down. He's he's the in the Guinness Book of World Records as a philanthropist, and that meant that everybody that ever supported him is in the Guinness Book of World Records with him. And I'm offering you a similar opportunity. I'm getting ready to take create a championship standard living on the road, and I want you to be connected to it. I'm believing that God is going to bless this movement for it to be a historic movement in the personal development of, of countless people, and I want you to be a part of it. I want you to to just see in your heart to donate to the Roar Partner program. The Roar Partner, which, which stands for Reach Out and Restore, um, we're going to take this show not only this show, but this movement to, on the road, and we're going to reach out to people. We're going to we're going to start doing classes. We're going to start doing conferences and seminars to help dreamers and visionaries to get their voice back. We're going to help reach out and restore the voice of the dreamer and the visionary across the world. And I want you to partner with me. Uh, you can send donations to roar.partner at gmail.com uh, by way of PayPal. That's R O A R dot p a r t n e r at gmail dot com. That's roar dot partner at gmail dot com. And I look forward to to connecting with you to do some phenomenal dynamic stuff. And also, I want you to check out the products that we have at lulu dot com um, slash m w miller eighteen. Uh, that's l u l u dot com slash m w miller eighteen. And we have a lot of dynamic products up there for you. I mean, The Power of Conquering Fear is a dynamic book that I wrote. And let me tell you, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal read. It is it's a blueprint for any dreamer, any visionary who's who has battled fear at any time in their lives to keep keep themselves motivated and stay moving on the right course for success. Also, my success journal. My success journal is a, a, a just another dynamic book. Um, it's a dynamic workbook, and it, it causes the reader to sit down and actually think about what it is they really want to do and actually helps them create the blueprint to get there. Dynamic, dynamic products. And we're adding – this month we're going to add some new products, so stay on the lookout. We're going to be adding new products this week – excuse me, this month. With, and actually, within the coming weeks, we're going to be adding new products. So it's going to be some dynamic materials up there for you, and I think you'll love them. Also, I'm doing some um, some some different things on YouTube now. Um, we actually have a YouTube channel. It's uh, youtubecom slash Miller. That's youtubecom slash m y l e s w m i l l e r. And I'm adding uh, new content up there each and every week. Uh, new videos, um, just content that I, that I believe will be really helpful, really beneficial to you in your, on your path of dream realization. So, also. I wanted to uh, extend another offer to you. I know that with a lot of the trials and tribulations that we all may face sometimes, it's good to have a person that you can talk to that can help you with wisdom and help you uh, create a plan, create a blueprint to actually win in the battle of your life. I also offer to you today my services as a life coach, but not just a life coach, but a life enhancement coach. I believe that I can, that I can really help you on a more one-on-one basis. So what I want you to do, I want you to 
email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's mileswmiller at gmail.com. I want you to send me an email. And what we're going to do is we, I, I'm going to, I'm going to make a special offer to you. Anyone who hears this show today, anyone who hears this show today, and if you've been thinking about a life coach or you, you're curious about what a life coach does, send me an email. I want to talk to you and, and qualify if you really need my help. And if I can help you, how, I, how can I help you? And I want you to send me an email with a request for more information. And, and mention that you heard today's show. Today is 9-19-09. Remember, mention that you heard it on today's show. So with that said, I want to go into the next portion of the show. I actually have another presentation for you. Uh, you know, each week we've been doing a motivational moment. This week's motivational moment is another dynamic um, motivational, um, uh, inspirational, dynamic um just powerful um, moment that I caught from uh, one of the shows, one of the previous shows we've done, and I've set it to some some dynamic music. I hope you enjoy. Uh, it's called Kinetic Planning. It's one thing to actually get a vision, but it's another thing to actually decide to do it. Your divine assignment. Your divine assignment is so important that you have, you still have to choose to do it. There are a lot of people who have aborted their mission and have aborted their causes because they didn't have enough wherewithal to make the decision to do what it is they've been called to do. And that very thing that you've been called to do is the thing that that thing that you're passionate about. That thing that you can do it and not even have to worry about a paycheck to do it. But the key thing is, the moment you make the decision to do it things start lined up for you. See, the universe is designed to operate and, and give and, and open up doors for, for decisive people. The moment you make decisions to do things, the moment you say, I'm going to do this, things line up for you. Our decisions create our destiny. Our, de- our decisions open doors or close them. Indecisiveness, indecisiveness is also a decision. It's a decision not to make a decision. But it's still a decision nonetheless. So you even you have to be careful about indecisive. You have to make strong decisions as a, as a visionary, as a, as a dreamer, as a leader, as a world changer. You have to make decisions, and you have to make them quickly. But you have, once you make the decision, you have to be ready to defend that decision. But by defending that decision, it, it means we're going to go, as we go into our third step, it is you defend your decision by the plan that you create. See, once you made a decision, you, have to, you actually have to follow through on it. Now, how am I going to get there? So step three is create a kinetic and dynamic plan of action. Create a kinetic and dynamic plan of action. The word kinetic means moving. Moving. Is in, in physics, we, we're taught about kinetic energy and potential energy. Well, potential energy, for instance, we have a rock of a big boulder at the top of a mountain. Well, that rock... That boulder has potential energy if, if it's not moving. The energy that it, that it can potentially generate can be uh, enormous. But as long as it's just sitting there, it's always just potential energy. But the moment that rock starts moving down that hill, the moment that boulder starts coming down with, with its mass multiplied times the, the force of gravity against it, and all of a sudden that energy just became kinetic. It's moving now. Now it's a, now it's a force. So your plans have to be have to be plans of movement. They have to cause things to, to happen. They have to be dynamic. They have to they have to make things happen. that um, today's show has been really um, powerful and, and inspirational for you so far, and we're going to go into our lesson for today. And our lesson for today, uh, again, and keeping in tune with the the spirit of the show, spirit of today's show, 
the art of the comeback. The art of the comeback. Today's uh, lesson is going to be steps for a dynamic comeback. Now, it's important for me to let you know how I came up with today's topic. Um, I'm a avid football lover. I love to watch football. I can watch football all day. If if you let me alone on Sunday with a remote control, the remote control would, would not veer. It would not dare go on another channel other than one that has a football game on it, unless the football games are over for the day. I'm, I'm that type of football fan. Um, I love the, the stories that football tells. It's, t- football is more than just you know men beating each other up for a little oval-shaped ball. Football tells a story of, of, of struggle. It tells a story of, of triumph. It tells a story of conquering the um, human will. And it tells a story of, of some of our lives. If you look at the struggles of a, a football team trying to, to move the ball down the field versus a, a tough defense that just seems not to want to let them have anything, and even when they get breaks, they, they, the defense comes back and takes that from them too. And there's some people who are always effortless, effortlessly flowing through life. It seems like they have nothing ever going wrong. And you see some teams that seem like they can never be beaten. And with that in mind, I watched uh, – the season openers this weekend, this past weekend, and I watched the Monday night football game between the Patriots and the Bills. Now, I'm a, um, as much as it's easy to do this, even before he was all that, I was a Tom Brady fan. I, I followed Tom Brady back when um, we were at Michigan together. And he was always somebody who I thought was a dynamic leader, a dynamic quarterback, you know. And he was always able to, to lead his team from, through some tremendous trials, it seemed, to, to victory. He had one of his major um, events was a comeback against the uh, St. Louis Rams in the Super Bowl a few years back. And I always wondered, what, is, what goes into that? You know, what goes into having a wherewithal to, to lead your team down the field with a defense that's been beating you the whole game and you come back and take victory from the jaws of defeat? So I watched that, and I watched that, and I watched that. So I watched Monday night, and I watched, and it just reminded me of everything I've ever seen in Tom Brady, how his team was down by 11 points with just over two minutes to go in the game. And somehow, some way, he engineered two drives to win the game. There are a lot of things that had to happen for that in order for him to be able to do those two things, which some of those things we're going to talk about today but just think about your own life. Here it is. You're, you're, it's late in the game. It's late in the game. And people are pretty much counting you out. People are pretty much ridden off the rest of your game. That, that this day is pretty much over. But somehow, some way, you know it's, not, it's far from over. If I just get two more opportunities, we'll win this game. If I just get one more opportunity, we'll win this game. What drives somebody to come back when everything else is saying that you can't have it? Well, that's the whole basis of this show. That's the whole basis of everything that I do is to to let people know that when you have the heart of a champion inside of you, defeat does not belong on your resume. Defeat is not an option. Victory is the only option when you are a champion. So inside the heart of a champion always beats. It's always beating. It's always beating. It's always beating the drum of victory. It's always beating the drum of victory. A champion never thinks he can lose. A champion never thinks he can lose. A champion never thinks he can lose. Because losing is not a champion's trait. Well, we talk about Tom Brady here in, this, in the first part of his lesson. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion and was seconds away from becoming a four-time Super Bowl champion. So what motivates him to keep moving forward, even though circumstances say that he can't have what it is he, he knows he's entitled to? It's to, you know, let's go back to our divine intervention. Against all 
or against the circumstances that say that you can't have it. You have to believe in God. God promised you that, you know, some great things. He promised you that you would be a phenomenal person. He promised you this. It's your birthright to come to this earth and, and do some dynamic things. So you can't worry about what the situation says. You can't worry about what the situation looks like. You can't worry about that your opponent has a few more points than you do with very little time left in the game. You can't worry about that. So in discussing the art of the comeback and being inspired by by you know watching athletes do this so phenomenally, I, you know I've watched many of you know great leaders like great quarterbacks and leaders like John Elway or Brett Favre or Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Roger Staubach. I've watched historical games of uh, people like Bart Starr, and it's one thing that they all have in common, and it's just that it's a will to believe that they are a champion, and that in knowing that they are a champion, and knowing that they are designed to win against all things that say that they cannot have what it is they they know is theirs. They believe in the champion inside of them. They believe in the God inside of them, that they can make this happen, that something can happen. So in life, sometimes it's possible to find yourself in a 911 situation or in need of a major miracle. You know, it could be in any type of situation. It could be, you know, at school. It could be in your body. It could be, you know, in, in your marriage, in your career, in your family, in your finances. Hey, it can even be in the dog. You, you may, the dog may need a miracle. The dog may need, you know, a comeback spirit around them. Well, I want, I'm going to tell you today about the spirit of a com- of a, a person who wants to, who, who can come back. That's the spirit of a champion. That's the spirit of a winner. You know, these situations that these people find themselves in, some to some to the average person could be hopeless. It could be overwhelming. It could be very intense. It could be unbearable, and to even some, it could be insurmountable, that it's just not possible to overcome this. But if you can believe this, I believe this this is possible for you. So I want you to hold on to it because somebody somewhere needs to hear this today. Somebody somewhere needs to know that, that you're one comeback away from greatness. Don't give up now. The, the defense may have you, may be beating you, may be beating you up the rest the whole game, but now it's a new ball game, and I'm going to show you how to get there. Also, also, it's important to understand who you are before we go down this path, before I give you these tools. It's important to truly understand who you are. First thing, you were created in the image and likeness of God, according to Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28. You were created with, in the image and likeness of God and been given authority to, to rule and dominate. Secondly, you're more than a conqueror, and you enjoy victory through God the Father who loves you, according to Romans 8 and 37. Thirdly, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, according to Philippians 4 and 13. Fourthly, with God, nothing is ever impossible, according to Luke 1 and 37. And above all else, what activates everything, all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible when you believe, according to Mark 9 and 23. So what am I saying now? If you can believe it, the comeback is possible. If you can believe it, victory is possible. If you can believe it, you can have it. If you can believe it, you can see it. Because your belief will trigger off what you see in your imagination. That's why those visualization tools that we do at the beginning of the show are so dynamic now. That's why they're so important now. Because you're visualizing, you're able to see your greatness because you believe your greatness. So let me give you steps to a dynamic comeback. Steps to a dynamic comeback. Now, when you find yourself in a situation where you need a comeback, where you need to make a comeback. Let me just be honest with you. There's probably some things that went wrong. <laughs> it's probably some things that went wrong that you may not have been responsible for, and it's probably some things that went wrong that you are responsible for. So, first things first, you repent for the things that you've done wrong, and you forgive any and everybody who's responsible for, for anything else that went wrong. 
Repent for anything that you've done wrong. Forgive anybody else for anything else that, that may have been done wrong. Repent and forgive. Repent and forgive. Repent and forgive. It's imp- why is it important? Because where you're going now, you got to have your mind clear. You got to have your mind clean. And one thing about unforgiveness is that it 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 closes the it closes the door to your greatness. You can't go beyond unforgiveness. So you have to you have to forgive everybody. That includes yourself. You have to forgive yourself of any mistakes that were made to create the situation. And you have to thank God that He offers you the opportunity to repent according to 1 John 1 and 9 which states and I'm paraphrasing live radio people let me tell you something about live radio live radio is so phenomenal because that moment right there as much as I know that scripture as much as I know that verse I just forgot it just like that as much as I know it, as much as I say this, but First John 1 and 9 talks about repentance, in which it states that, um, you know, I have, I have to tell you this. I, I can't recall it right now, but I'll leave that to you. It, it, First John 1 and 9 speaks on repentance, and repentance is important because it allows you to be forgiven for the mistakes you make and it allows God to show up supernaturally for you. Forgiveness is important when given towards everybody else because if you've been forgiven and you're holding unforgiveness, what does that say about you? It's, it's important that forgiveness is in, is in play here. So, for instance, if we were on the field right now and, and somebody just fumbled the ball and, it gave, and it turned the ball over and the other team just scored on us, the first thing we do is we acknowledge the fact that this guy made his mistake, but we forgive him because we got to move together as a team. So we understand how important this is now. So the second step to a dynamic comeback is you have to acknowledge the situation accurately. You have to acknowledge the situation accurately. You have to acknowledge the situation accurately. What am I saying now? It's very important. You have to know where you are on the field. You have to know where you are in your life. Um, I've been working with a uh, real estate agent and uh, a credit counselor, and she's been been really tough on me. Like, hey, you know, you need to get your credit reports. You need to know. You need to know what other people know about you. See, other people can call up your credit report. You need to know what's on that credit report, so you're not surprised when you go to try to apply for credit. Some stuff on the credit report is false. Some stuff on the credit report is just it was mean and vicious from companies that were just trying to to destroy me. You know, and that happens sometimes. You have to be really careful. So you have to know, you have to acknowledge the situation for what it really is and acknowledge it accurately. Because guess what? If you don't accurately know where you stand, you don't know where you're starting from. Right now, I, I've, I've like I told people, I've been battling a weight issue since I got to Atlanta about two, three years ago now. And I used to not want to weigh myself because I saw myself getting bigger. I saw myself gaining weight, and it was it used to freak me out. So I didn't want to deal with it. But now I'm at the place where you know what I, I want to be. I want to remove myself from this place that I am that I don't like. So I have to weigh myself now, and I have to co- completely accept the fact that. I, I am in a situation that I am in. Now, what do I do? So that's where we go. Step three. You've repented and forgiven everybody involved in the situation, and you acknowledge the situation for what it is accurately. Step three. Thank God for his wisdom. Thank God for his wisdom. Thank God for his wisdom. And not only are you thanking God for his wisdom, you're thanking him for the opportunity to witness his power show up through you. See, if you're in a situation where you need some dynamic stuff to happen, some um, some miraculous stuff to happen. You're not going to do it alone. And you can't do it with just the tools you have. You're going to need some supernatural help here. So by thanking him you're, you're, and, and saying that, I know that I can't do this without you, you just open yourself up to get help that you can't even see. And could, because please believe it, you're going to need it. 
you're going to definitely need it. Because it's, if it's, especially we're talking about sickness or illness, you definitely need that supernatural help to come to intervene. You need that divine intervention in that situation like pronto. So you want to be thankful for the opportunity to hear his wisdom and also to see his power work through you. Because what you're going to do is, is, going, to, is going to be – very supernatural. It's not going to be something that normally happens because normal people can't do what you're getting ready to do because they won't tap into that into into their spirit, into the spirit of of of, of creativity of God. Because what you're going to, because also what's going to happen, you're going to see some things creatively happen that wouldn't happen any other way. Things are going to think people are going to make decisions that benefit you and favor you because you're opening yourself up to be used for something miraculous. So with that in mind, you've repented and forgiven anybody involved in, in the situation. You acknowledge the situation actually for what it is. You're thanking God for his wisdom. Now, here's where things start really coming together. The team must come together in unity. The team must come together in unity. The team must come together in unity. And when I say team here, I mean the people that are around you in your life, the people you're connected to, if it's a, if we're at if we need if it, if this was football and we need to get a first down, that everybody on the team, the mentality of everybody on the team, the mindset of everybody on the team is let's get this first down. Everybody on the team, everybody's on the field, including the coaches and the people on the bench. Everybody's mentality must be, let's get this first down. And then let's get the next first down. And then let's keep moving the ball down the field. But everybody has to be on one accord. And when you see unity, unity, unity in itself is a spirit. And it's, a, it's an unstoppable force. It unleashes an unstoppable force. Again, like I said, going back to step three, a lot of things that are going to happen here are going to be supernatural because you're talking about something that, that's defying what people believe, what people have accepted as, as just the end all be all. The comeback people, let me tell you, is an anomaly. Nobody thinks this this can happen. Most times, the comeback is an anomaly. Nobody thinks it can happen. So you have to be, you have to completely free your mind of that limit. And the team has to come together in being freed from that limit. So also remember this. I always often tell you this: the mind that created the problem can't solve the problem. The mind that created the problem can't solve the problem. The mind that created the problem cannot solve it. That means that the mindset that you had that got you into the situation that you're in now is not qualified to get you out of it. That means you've got to have a renewing in your mind. That's Romans 12 and 1. You've got to be transformed by the renewing in your mind. So everybody has to have a renewed mind here. So in life, what am I talking about your team? It could be your family, the people that you have, the closest around you, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Everybody has to be on one accord and say that, yes, this can happen. Yes, we can have this. Yes, this miracle can come to pass. Yes, we can, our marriage can, can work. Yes, you know, our finances will get better. Yes, we overcome, we're gonna, we, this recession is not going to affect us. Yes. Everybody that, that is on that team, everybody that's with you must be in unity for the comeback to, to actually take place. The fifth step, after everybody's in unity, everyone must decide that victory is possible and is the only option. Everyone must decide that victory is possible and is the only option. Everyone, everyone must decide that victory is possible and is the only option. There's something dynamic about a made-up mind. I heard... uh, an old uh, Reverend Ike CD one time, and he said that the power of a made-up mind is the power of God. Once you make your mind up, it something changes. <laughs> the universe respects a person that can make their mind up. See, indecisive people never have anything good. It takes a decisive person to have a good lifestyle. It takes a decisive person to be a champion. Because guess what? In deciding that you're going to be a champion, you're also acknowledging the fact that you're going to have some adversity to overcome. Not easy to deal with. Not easy at all. But it's possible and it's your birthright. And because it's your birthright, it's the only option. 
if you were in if you were due to inherit all the gold in Fort Knox, when it came time to collect on your inheritance and somebody said you can't have the gold in Fort Knox, don't you think you would be a little upset? I know I'd be upset and I somebody get hurt playing with me then. Like, no, you're gonna give me my gold. That's the way you gotta be about about your goals. No, you're gonna you're gonna give me my goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my goal. I'm gonna achieve my goal. Yes, we're coming back from behind. We're in a situation that we shouldn't be in, but we're gonna win this game regardless. Yes, the game of life is 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 not fair, and sometimes twists and turns happen that you don't expect. But guess what? It's my birthright. I know victory is possible, and I am going to have it. So, you repented and forgiven everybody involved in the situation. You acknowledge the situation for what it is accurately. You're thanking God for his wisdom. The team has, has come together in unity. And now everyone has, has decided that victory is, is not only possible, but it's the only option. The next step, the sixth step, is that you have to go back now. You have to play tenacious defense. You have to play the tenacious defense. You have to play tenacious defense. Now, what am I saying? Your defense could be the things going out, the things that you see. So that means that you got to guard everything that, that you're seeing, that you got to guard everything that you're listening to, you got to guard everything that you're speaking out of your mouth. you gotta defend. You got to defend tough now. So there's an old adage in sports that defense, a good defense wins championships. That means that if you're having a money issue, you gotta you got to cut spending. So if you need, for instance, if you need a new pair of shoes, you don't have to go get products. If you if you're in the middle of a, a financial situation that that requires your undivided attention, you don't have to go get Prada shoes right now. You can get some quality shoes for for much less, but you don't have to go to Gucci, and you don't have to go to um, Louis Vuitton getting brand new boots. No, now's the time to focus your attention on that one goal and that goal is to win. And after you win, to the victor goes the spoils. But right now we're in the middle of the game and we're in the middle of a dogfight. We got to get to that place. We got to get to that place where we can win. So you have to play tough defense. That means that you got if it's if it's a financial thing, you got to you got to budget your money. If it's a a marriage thing, and somebody stepped out of the marriage, listen to me very carefully. If somebody stepped out of the marriage, then somebody then the people who stepped out of the marriage need to cut off those outside relationships immediately. You got to play defense now. You got to get back to the place where you can win the game. If it's somebody who's who's been sick and ill, then you got to cut yourself off from the environment that created the sickness and illness. Because now we're playing to win the game. The game is on the line, and we're playing to win. If it's something, you know, at school, you know, maybe you didn't completely study for an exam, and it, you know, it was a major exam, and you failed it. Well, get get back on the horse. Don't get don't quit yet. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give up. Get back on the horse, and make sure you're studying for your exams now. Make sure you're going to your um, your office hours. Make sure you're going to, you know, do what it is you've been called to do there. Make sure this is what you really want. And then get get your mind back focused in the game and everything that caused the problem. Again, if we're if this is the fourth quarter of the game and we're fighting to get back into the game, we can't let the other team score anymore. There's a moratorium on, on points scored now. And I say that to you now, there's a moratorium on the things that cause you not to be in a position to win. So anything that's up to this point that's caused you not to be in a position to win, we cut it off now. We turn off we turn off the uh the door to that now, we shut the door to that now. Because now we're playing tough defense. Now, once you got your defense tough and you're playing tenacious defense, the next step is that when you get the ball back, be bold, be courageous, and be willing to take risks on offense. That means that in football, sometimes you got to throw the ball down the field. You got to challenge the defense to to, to prove that it is, it is what it says it is. And what you're gonna find is that you're gonna, if you are a quality person, you're gonna be able to find a hole in the defense that's coming up against you. Although we know our enemy is a worthy adversary, we also know he's a defeated foe. That means that there's an opening for you to win. And you're going to find it, but you got to take a risk. What does that mean? That means that if it's a financial issue, then you got to sit down with a financial planner, somebody who can help, who knows more about the situation than you do. That's a risk to some people because some people don't want to let people into their lives to let them know what's going on. So 
Be willing to throw the ball. Be bold. Don't sit. Don't don't be a coward. Be bold. Step step up. Step forward into the lifestyle you really really truly want. The next step is to trust your coach or mentor to help you call the game-changing or game-winning plays. That's where I come in. I'm, I I, I want to be your coach. I want to be the person that helps you with this comeback. Guess what? Tom Brady has Bill Belichick. Terry Bradshaw had Chuck Noll. Bart Starr had Vince Lombardi. Joe Montana had Bill Walsh and George Seifert. Peyton Manning had Tony Dungy. You see the line, you see what I'm saying here? They all had good coaches. You you need you're gonna have to have a wise person or a wise group of people in your corner to make this comeback possible. But now it, it, it starts when you believe it. But then now you're gonna need wisdom. You're gonna need people who can help you call plays. They help you help put you in position to make the game winning play. Never turn away from wisdom. Always seek wisdom. Always seek wise people. Always seek wise counsel. Always seek wise counsel. Always seek wise counsel. Always seek wise counsel. Can't run from it. You gotta have it. You gotta have wise counsel. That's why if a team is doing bad, the first thing they do is fire the coach. They don't fire the players, they fire the coach. Because the coach is is supposed to be a source of wisdom a source of guidance, and a source of, uh, of leadership. And a good coach can make or break a team. And right now in a situation that, that may be going on, you need a great coach. You don't just need a good coach, you need a great coach. And I, and I know and I trust that when I make a play, that the coach on the sideline is on the same is on one accord with us all and wants us to win. So when we're going out there we're actually executing his plan to win the game. So the coach has the has the potential to make or break the whole situation. The coach can call bad plays and nothing works. But the coach is wise and is is, is in tune with God himself. He can call a play that changes the game and actually wins the game. So all this stuff is in, in place. You've repented, you've acknowledged You've acknowledged the situation accurately. You thank God for his wisdom. The team has come together in unity. Everyone has decided that victory is possible and is the only um, choice. You, you're now playing tenacious defense. There's nobody else scoring points on you guys anymore. You're bold, you're courageous, and you're willing to take risks on offense. You're trusting your coach and your mentor to help you call the game-changing and game-winning plays. Last but not least, you're going to have to expect some breaks. You're going to expect some things to go your way. Yep. You're going to expect some things to go your way. The expectation that something can ha- something good can happen for you opens the door for something good to happen for you. Again, watching that game this past Monday night between the Patriots and the Bills, um, one thing I noticed is that the moment that the Patriots decided they were going to win the game, the whole spirit of the, the stadium shifted. The fans started cheering louder. And that comes from my expectancy that things are going to work our way. Yeah, this looks rough, but things are going to work our way. Somehow, some way, you know, it's going to work our way. Yep, I, I haven't had the money to do what I need to do, but somehow, some way, it's going to, something good is going to happen for me. Something good is going to happen for me. I just feel it. Yeah, that's the way. That's the mentality you gotta take to it. Yep, it could be a sickness in your body, but I feel something good is gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen, but something good is gonna happen to me. Something good is gonna happen in this situation because you gotta expect that something good is gonna happen. Expecting something good doesn't guarantee that something good will happen, but it does guarantee that something good can happen. So your expectancy opens the door to a whole bunch of things. And what you expect, you have the potential to see. So, with all that said, I've given you the steps to a dynamic comeback. I've given you the steps to a dynamic comeback. 
Now what do you do with it? It could be a situation, again, like I said, in your marriage. It could be a situation at school. It could be a situation in your house. It could be a situation in your finances. It could be a situation in your mind. But I've given you the steps to a dynamic comeback. Now what do you do? It's my prayer that you use these steps. It's my prayer that these steps are dynamic for you. It's my prayer that you use this thing, use these steps, and you win big. And it's my prayer that everybody who can really hear my voice, and when I say really hear, I mean that you can receive my voice. You can receive the, the, the intent behind why I'm doing this. The year 2009 is almost over. And some people have not been living the lifestyle that they've been promised. And I came here today to tell you that it's time for a comeback. And that, yes, you can win. You can be victorious. Because, see, you were designed to win. And I'm speaking to the champion inside of each and every one of you right now. You were designed to win. Losing is not an option for you. Defeat is not an option for you. Success is an op- is the only option. Victory is the only option for you. It's time for your comeback. You see, there's nothing more powerful than the idea whose time has come. And your time has come, and your time is now. Your time has come. Your time is now. Your time has come. Your time is now. And I want you to get in your mind to keep in your mind that vision that we started off at the beginning of the show with. Never let go of it. Never let go of those feelings. Never let go of that affirmation. Always hold on to that picture. Always hold on to those feelings. Always hold on to the affirmation and move forward because your time has come and your time is now. Well, people, I've gone over today for today's show, but what I want to do is I want to acknowledge each and every one of you. I want you to... to let me know how this thing works out for you. If there's a situation that you, you're fighting right now, you need a comeback. I want you to call me. I want you to email me. I want you to get in contact with me because I want to help you. I believe I'm that coach that I talked about in the steps to a dynamic comeback. I want to coach you to your success. I want to help you get there. I want to help you win. I want to help you create a championship standard of living for yourself and for your family and your lineage. And I pray now that anything that you put your mind to that God has given you, that you'll go forward with it, free and unfettered right now. Well, people, this has been Creating a Championship Standard Living. I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And always, I share with you my mantra. I share with you my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.